Find your life's rhythm on the Just Jazz podcast. Heal from the past, balance your present, and get excited about your future. I am your host, Jasmine McGlure, Certified Professional Life Coach, and I'm here to encourage, inspire, and entertain you on this unpredictable journey called life. Join me as my friends and I share life lessons with you that are real, relatable, and practical. Welcome to Authenticity, Purpose, and Fulfillment. Welcome to Just Jazz. Hey, everybody. This is your girl, Jasmine McGlure on Jazz Podcast. And today I have with me Joe Dietrich. If you missed our very first episode, you guys have to go back and listen to episode one. Do not get into this podcast unless you've listened to episode one because there's so much goodness in the first one. So in case you didn't know, Joe is a coach. He's a speaker. He's a trainer. And he has a passion to see leaders succeed at every level of life. He's a retired veteran with over 22 years of service in the U.S. Army. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And 20 years of experience as an entrepreneur. He's also the host of Joe on the Mic Leader Talk. Y'all got to go check that out. It's uh, also here on, I believe, Anchor. It's on Spotify too, Joe. Yes, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. All right. You guys got to go check him out. He's also earned a John Maxwell Team Coaching Certification and a bachelor's degree in interdisciplinary studies that focuses on business management and leadership coaching from Liberty University. Joe, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad to be back. Yes. Yeah, that, that, that previous episode was, Woo! Woo! I, yeah, took, it was something else. <laughs> you took me in. You took me in. I was, man, I'm about ready to rededicate my life to the Lord, get baptized and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, uh, yeah, I, I got I got a little emotional in it too. So, yeah, man, so it was good. It yeah. was good. It was good. Um, thank you so much for the perspective and the value that you bring. Um, and God has definitely called you into this work to be able to sow and to pour into others. I love how he's traded uh, your ashes for his beauty. He's given mm. you his beauty and just being able to see that magnified um, through several of our conversations. Uh, today, I, I want to specifically address and talk about um, your passion, which is leaders and leadership. Mm -hmm. um, but because I'm on, like I said, this whole, you know, thing about appreciating men and wanting to get more insight into the, the mindset and the heart of men. Um, I wanted to look at leadership, particularly in, in uh, a husband or father's role. Mm. Um, I see my husband and he has a very strong work ethic. He is very serious about his purpose and his calling um, to take care of his family. When I, this mm -hmm. man he I, I mean, hands down, he loves me. There's no question about whether he loves me or not. He is just um, amazing husband, amazing father. And sometimes he carries the weight of that responsibility. Mm -hmm. First of all, I want to hear about how you came to the conclusion about like taking responsibility and how that ties into leadership. But I also want to hear like, do men ever get tired mm. of their role as leaders in the home? Mm. do you guys ever and when you do like so anyway let's start there because you know me I'm gonna have like a thousand other questions so let's start <laughs> there with how does taking responsibility tie into leadership and do men ever get tired of their role as leaders in the home Ooh, man. <laughs> Look, you know when you when you ask me questions that in the last episode I was like we only got 20 minutes I okay. know. all right all right all right we only got 20 minutes ah but, <laughs> but so I, tell, I tell yeah. you what leadership leadership. Mm -hmm. There was somebody that asked a question earlier today 
And they're like, oh, do you consider yourself a leader? Mm -hmm. And and I, I know what the answer is. The answer, the answer is a very simple answer, but it's also a hard answer. But before I answer that, I came across, there's two men, there's two men that I came across. Mm -hmm. uh, one close to me, he's a Christian man. And he told me one day, Joe, you know, I, do, I know you do these leadership podcasts, whatever, but I'm, I don't feel like a leader. Mm. And it broke my heart. It broke my heart. Then there was another man that he was being accused of being uh, a deadbeat dad mm. because he wasn't getting involved in his daughter's life. Mm -hmm. And he told me, he's like, I am so scared. It's not that I don't want to. He said, I'm so scared that I might mess her up. His daughter he was talking about. Wow. He was so scared. And it was genuine. It was it was genuine. Because he didn't want to mess her up because guess what? He knew he was messed up. Hmm. And, it, and it goes back to what we were saying before. That's why y'all need to listen to that podcast. The previous right. podcast. <laughs> Go back to number one. <laughs> <laughs> because it, because he was still holding on to things in the past. Mm -hmm. But this was the answer that I gave to that first question that that guy raised today. So are you a leader? And I, and I said this very one thing. I said, if you have influence, even over one person, mm -hmm. you're a leader mm -hmm. because you have influence. Yeah. And John Maxwell even says it influence. That's the, that's the definition of leadership. If you have mm -hmm. influence, you have leadership. Now, whether it's good influence or bad influence, you still have influence. Right. You're leading somebody somewhere, but the responsibility is yours to how you manage that. Mm -hmm. Men, when we take that role, for me, mm -hmm. it was it was serious because I was in, you know, I was in the military. I got married with my wife. Then all of a sudden it dawned on me after we got married. I said, I'm responsible for this person. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yes. What, what did I agree to? Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, when you start hearing them vows and everything else like that, my mind yeah. was racing. I was like, oh Lord Jesus, what did I just do? <laughs> you know? And then, then when you get into that role and my wife, she, she would ask me that question. She said, why? Why do you get up early in the morning to go to work? What drives you? Mm -hmm. This is my, mm -hmm. that's a baby is one thing. I'm I, I mean, I get, you know, call me a baby. Yeah. But as I, it's my responsibility for you. Mm -hmm. But here mm -hmm. is the problem. Here is the problem is that we take it, we men, we get so focused. And we're talking about burning out, we're talking about tired men. Yeah. We get so focused that we start going into a slow fizzle. I don't know if y'all have ever, ever seen the, those little ambers and those things, they start to, they start to, you know, it, but it's still burning. Yeah. First it was yeah. a roaring fire. It was a roaring mm -hmm. fire and you can get warm. You can sit next to it. Everything's all good. Yada, yada, mm -hmm. yada. But then it starts to, starts to burn out. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. That's what happens to men. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. We just burn and burn and burn because we like, look, we have to, we have to make sure that we are providing for our families. We've got to make sure that they have a roof over their heads you know, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's, that's for the ones that are doing, doing something. I'm not, you know, <laughs> right. No, absolutely. You know Specific group of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, and yeah. for those that are, that might not be there, you can get there and you got to listen to the first episode. Yep. The first episode of this to, to get over what's holding you back from mm-hmm. being the man that you want to be. Because mm. every man wants to be that leader that provides for his family. Because you got the one that doesn't do enough because, like I said at the beginning, they don't feel like a leader. Yeah. Then you got the one that goes the opposite direction, going full out, and they start to burn themselves out. And like we were talking in, in the in the beginning, the, the first episode that we did, all of a sudden when that they start burning out and they, they get challenged about where well, you're not at home enough, you're not doing this enough. That, that those masks mm-hmm. start piling up and ego and everything else like that. Right. And then they start to burn out. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. they, they start in a, and I, I, I did, I did some research on this. Right. And yeah. the world health organization says that burnout is actually a syndrome conceptualized as the result from chronic workplace stress. Now you can say workplace stress, whether it's your own business or you're working for somebody else, or you're a leader, whatever. So it's workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. That's the Mm. big word, managed. It is characterized by three dimensions, okay? The first one is feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion. How many of us have been there, done that, bought the t-shirt? Right. You spend all your energy at work, but then when you get Mm. home, there's not enough energy for the family, for okay. your spouse, mm-hmm. because you're 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 wanting so hard to make sure that you bring that paycheck home to provide for your family, that you expend all your energy in that, and you don't have enough for the family. Mm. And and the thing is, it's not being properly managed. Number two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism. When you start hmm. getting into that funky thinking and everything else, you, you, you know you're getting to a place of burnout. You're getting to a place of where you're starting to fizzle, getting mm-hmm. that into to depletion, into stress. Then the last, yeah. uh, the third one, it says a reduced professional efficacy. And efficacy, that's a big term, term for saying that you're at work, but then you don't feel like you're actually producing, mm-hmm. that you're not doing mm-hmm. enough. So guess what? When you mm-hmm. think you're not doing enough, guess what? You're going to overcompensate <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you're going to yeah. come out broken. You're going to come out having not enough attention for your family. And yeah. you know what? It, it's, it's good to, to have, we're talking about leadership, you know, and leaders, you know, men, men and women can experience the same thing, but we're mm-hmm. talking about, we're talking mm-hmm. about men. But men Mm -hmm. go into an overload because we're not attached to our feelings as much because we say, wow, go at it. We're going at it. You know, we we start we start Mm. feeling depleted. We start feeling stressed. And then then all of a sudden, you know, when the when the burnout starts to happen for a man, he starts to lash out. Mm. He gets testy. Mm -hmm. He might get a little jumpy with his emotions. 
because he Mm-hmm. he's he's put out so much emotion at work and he doesn't even know it because it takes emotion to keep on driving to be your best at work that mm-hmm. when he starts to try mm-hmm. to get that motion back that pendulum swing comes back and your 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 emotions start going wacky on you <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you end up taking it out on the wrong you take people. it out on the wrong people and the wrong people start mm-hmm. to get hurt and they they, mm-hmm. they, they said here also that you know, people that are experiencing burnout also have some characteristics. They're having chronic fatigue, right? I kind of mentioned okay. one of them. Anger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Self-criticism. Cynicism, mm-hmm. negativity, irritability. <laughs> Men mm-hmm. can get irritable, too. <laughs> right. It's not just you. And then uh, uh, a sense of being besieged. That's an interesting thing. Oh, that is it. Yeah. Explain but that. Like, one. like everything's coming at you. Everything's coming at you at once. You're being oh, besieged okay. by they're, they're okay. making demands on me. My wife is uh, saying this. She needs me to do this. She needs me to do that. The kids, the kids but, are making me want to do this and do that. They, they want to go play games yeah. and I, I'm not, I, I'm not so tired. I don't got enough. Right. <laughs> and then the, you've been in my house. <laughs> My 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 sweet sweet husband, he's he is such a hard worker, and I try to make sure we have a balance of work and play. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, family night, and he comes in, and he's like, it's like six thirty. He's like, oh, you know? <laughs> uh, but, there's more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you mm-hmm. know, you know what? It it's manageable. That's why they said the word managed. We yeah. can manage it. I give you I give you mm-hmm. another experience because I, I experienced this fatigue too. Um this is burnout and whatever, exhaustion. Yeah. Uh my, and this is just recent. My my sister, um, you know, and this is the this is a woman, but I, I could relate to what she was saying mm-hmm. because I was experiencing this. She got sick. Um and they, they were she just passed out uh, out of nowhere. Wow. And she's healthy. They took her to the hospital. You know, they say, oh, hey, you had a panic attack, yada, yada, yada. And she doesn't mind me talking about this because it's not, you know, no, no HIPAA or nothing like that or HIPAA involved or whatever. But I told her, I said, I said, look, are you stressed out at your job? And she's like, well, yeah, you know, because, you know, I, 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 I got a lot of work to do and this and this. This is happening. We got a lot of projects, deadlines, yada, yada. I said, I, said, I, I understand that. I said, but are you bringing it home? Well, I got to, and this and this and this. I said, no, 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 no. You don't got to. And I was, cha- I was right. challenging her because I, I went through that as well. I would bring home to work. But someone mm-hmm. told me one good thing. Say, look, you got to have, you got to have a no list. A no list. Mm-hmm. Explain uh-huh. that. You got to you no have yeah. some, some areas and we call it, you know, having, uh, you know, having uh, margins in life. You got to yes. have a place to where you say, no, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. No, I, you know what? When I'm at home, you know, the, 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 the business better be on fire. Mm-hmm. Then you call me. <laughs> right. If you call me at my house or whatever, and, and it ain't an emergency, you might get some doubt mm-hmm. tone. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and, and politely. No, yeah. I get it. And, you know, and what got me is that 
I said, I said, I was talking to my sister. I said, yo, I said, they need you. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, but, you know, I said, look, you just got out of the hospital. Yeah. And you're working at home. Mm-hmm. But they need me, da, da, da. You know, I, I, you know they, they might get rid of me. And I said, I said, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. I said, I said, first of all, I'm not going to tell you the company, you know, but anyway. Right, but, right, but right. First <laughs> of all, I said, look, you have contributed almost 20 years of your life dedicated to making things happen at XYZ company. Right. They've promoted you. They've seen your talent. They've seen what you mm-hmm. do every time you show up to different sections and, and, and areas and regions and you turn that region around. Yeah. I said, look, they can't be without you for two days. Yeah, they better figure I, it I out. Said, yeah. I said, look, man, I said, you, <laughs> I just had a stroke. All right. Don't be, don't be calling mm-hmm. me up talking trash. I need some right. rest. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm right. sorry. You know, it's, it's just that we experience burnout because we're not defining our limitations. We're not defining our borders. We're not mm-hmm. defining that line in the sand that says, look, I got to protect my energy. I got to yeah. protect my spirit because mm-hmm. my priority is that when I get to the house, I want to have energy mm-hmm. for the people that matter most. Mm-hmm. Because Amen. guess what? I can get another job. I can I can go for I I you know what I can start my own job. Mm-hmm. I can work from home, and then I can manage my time better. And because I told her this, I said, "Look, I said you know how much value you give to them." And I told her, this, I, said, "I said you can't work nobody nowhere else. There ain't no there ain't <laughs> nowhere else that that will pick you up in a heartbeat because you know." the quality individual that you are, that they won't pick you up. And then she's like, well, you know what? And then she started naming all these people. You know what? These people actually treat their employees better. I said, well, see, there you go. Right. Wow. Uh, And and, and it's like, it's just a mind shift. When you know your value and you know what is priority, things change. And that is so key is prioritization is what, is the key for the management, yes, right? Yes. But what I found in even because I, I experienced burnout in 2017, I thought it, I used to think that burnout was just a term that people used to say, I'm tired. I thought, <laughs> that's what I thought. Oh, oh man, I'm burnt out. You know, I had no idea it was a real thing until I experienced it. And it messes with your uh, cognitive skills, like you're not as sharp yep. all of a sudden. Um, and it takes a while to recover. Mm -hmm. And so I had to go through my own little recovery process, but the thinking that led me there, which is kind of what I hear you even saying with your sister. And I think even maybe, and you can confirm or, you know, affirm or deny this even for men is that I am the answer. Mm. If I have to do it Mm. and if I don't do it, it will not get done. And I feel like what the Lord had to walk me through was the first time uh, that when I started doing my business, I ran, I was going like three, four years strong. And um, I also homeschool. So I have, you know, that I'm educating my kids on top of this and I was participating in all their things. And then I had roles at church that I was fulfilling. So I'm doing all these things all at the same time out of my own strength, but I kept seeing as the answer. So when somebody needed something, um, everything was yes. Mm -hmm. because I was the answer but then um when I had hit the burnout I felt like oh my gosh like I felt 
so inadequate because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm no longer the answer, you know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. but what the Lord had showed me was um, that I was on suspension, almost like he put me on the bench, like you need to heal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But then uh, what he told me was you did it the first time out of your strength. This time when you do it, it's going to be out of my strength. And I have to be sure on this second round, first of all, I don't like repeating lessons. Yes. (laughs) If I got an F on the last test and you are giving me the answers for the makeup test, I want to take the answers. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like this time around, I don't feel like I need to I need people to see me as the answer. Like, no. So if if you don't get it with me, I if I tell you, no, I'm sure that the Lord is going to lead you to where you need to get the answer from. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of what I hear, like when it with with your sister is like okay you know god will provide the same way you got this job so there'll be another job um and it's to be able to focus on the things that matter most like your health yes Uh, and you know and so even for a man take responsibility i wonder if some of that mindset is in the background because they're taking responsibility maybe they're overstepping some boundaries yes and like god is supposed to have some of that Mm -hmm. yes and this was the uh the Psalm, Psalm 4610 is what God gave me. Mm. And a lot of people know this, but this is from the Passion Translation. It says, and this is the Passion Translation version. I love this, this, this version of it. It says, surrender your anxiety. Be still and realize that I am God. Mm. I am God above the nations and I am exalted throughout the whole earth. The other ones say, be still and know that I am the Lord. Mm-hmm. But this one here mm-hmm. said, surrender your anxiety. Mm. I love that because like you said, and you hit it right, you hit it right on the nail too, that we think we are the solution to the problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know what? That's anxiety. That's fear because we, oh, I, think, I, I need to, I, I need to, I need to, I need to. Yeah. But God says, look, surrender all your anxiety unto me, your fears, your troubles, your worries mm-hmm. about getting that thing done. Mm-hmm. Be still and know that I am the Lord. Yeah. I will help you get clarity. I will help mm-hmm. you when you relax in me. He brings clarity. And, and, and I remember when we uh, when we were talking earlier a while back about this, the 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 picture of of the Red Sea where Moses was there and he told. The Israelites said, be still and see what God's going to do, basically. Mm-hmm. And when they, they were like, oh, the Pharaoh's coming to get us, yada, 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 freaking out. Moses, you brought us out here to die, you know, whatever. <laughs> and But Moses was like, look, be still and know that he is God. Mm-hmm. Open up the Red Sea. It's like, look, man, if you just trust in the Lord, he will give you the answers that you mm-hmm. need. He'll open up the way. And so you could walk through it to fix that, whatever it is that's happening at work, to help you to to accomplish those tasks that need to be accomplished so you can rest in him and Mm -hmm. focus on what's important. Because we like to focus on other things. We like to look at other things. Oh, this is all important. It's all important. And uh, it happened to me. and, and you know, I have to wrestle with this because when I was in the military, we're in, we're in Germany and I was like a one man show in my section for a short period of time. Uh-huh. I would work literally from six in the morning to almost nine at night. Uh-huh. And my wife was like, 
Where are you at? Mm-hmm. Where's my husband? Yeah. And, and I would get upset in my, mm-hmm. in my wisdom. I would get upset, babe, I'm working here. Yeah. I'm trying to da 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 da. She don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to hear that. Right. She wanted, mm-hmm. she wanted her husband home mm-hmm. so she can be with him to, mm-hmm. to be with him, to love him, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, have a little walk or whatever. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm worried about, my, my, my PowerPoint slide that needed to get done for the commander's daily report. Man, I could have done that the next morning. Uh-huh. The work uh-huh. will be there waiting for you. <laughs> well, th- and so will bills. And so will bills. Yeah. But you, you know what? And, and it'll get accomplished. It's just mm-hmm. like we were saying before, the, the, the big word was managing it properly. Yeah. When, yeah. And, and the first thing, and like, like we said in the other podcast, and this is not a condemnation for men. Right. And I'm just going to put that up front because I've been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. I had to learn, but I had to learn in God's grace that, you know what, I can say no to certain things at work. Like you were saying mm-hmm. before, I love I, I was loving to say yes to everybody because I was like, yeah, yeah, I love to help. I love to help. I love to help. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I wasn't helping my wife. I wasn't helping my mm-hmm. house because I kept on saying yes to things that I could have easily said no to. Right. But my ego was saying, no, no, you're you're a part of the solution. You know what? I don't right. always have to be a part of the solution. Right. Gentlemen, you don't mm-hmm. always have to be a part of the solution. You can gracefully say, you know what? Um, five o'clock. I got to hit the road because my wife is expecting me to be home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where you know what? That's my priority. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You, you're a good friend. But you know what? You, you don't look as good as she does. Yes. You know, I, I, li- I, li- I literally said that to, to somebody before. I was like, hey, man, you know, you're my friend, you're my buddy, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're not as pretty as my wife. So I, I, right. I, I'm out of here. Right. I'm gone. Yeah. Good. It's like, you know what? You know, she's softer than you. I'm sorry. But right. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm going to need I'm going to need the fellas out there to go ahead and steal that phrase. Y'all can go ahead and have they, that. They can, they can take it. That. They can take it all day. You know? And I love I love that because you do have to have phraseology to be able to disconnect um, <laughs> from people. And I'm gonna put this out there too that sometimes it's not work, sometimes it's ministry. Yes. Hey. Um, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just I just want to you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, guys, yeah. gentlemen, gentlemen, and you know what? I, I I used to be a, a worship leader, and I get it. I know that. Um, mm. You you want to do God's work. But what does the Bible say about a man who's not keeping his house right? Mm. He said it's worse than an infidel. But like I said, it's no, there's no condemnation in this because God forgave us of all mm-hmm. of our sins, of all of our transgressions, of all of our mistakes, of all of our mm-hmm. thinking that we know better. He just wants us to come back. He wants us to come back. In James, it talks about if a man needs wisdom to ask God who gives generously without condemnation. That's in the book of James. Mm-hmm. If you need wisdom in this area, ask God. He will He will give you a way to manage your priorities so do you don't experience burnout. First, seek, seek Him. I always tell men to mm-hmm. seek Him. Mm-hmm. Learn and ask God where you need to say no. Mm. Understand what your priorities are. Your priority first is your relationship with God, uh-huh. your family, 
than everything else. The next thing you need to know is, is learn how to relax in God, take charge, take 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 charge of your your time with God. Uh-huh. Relax, recharge, rejuvenate in His presence. Men, uh-huh. men. There was one thing that 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 helped me this year, and and this was something that God put on my heart last year. It was to do a 21-day morning boot camp, and I called it the mm-hmm. And was going 21 days straight in the morning uh, from, from 6 to 7, diving into a proverb each day. And, and I did it. There was like a, We had like 88 men uh, involved. Wow. And, you know, it, it, was, it was some men were so transformed that they said this. My wife said, I've changed since I've been doing this for 21 days straight. Mm. Just diving into God's word, mm-hmm. having that commitment of just, hey, I'm going to wake up at this time. Yeah. And I'm dedicating this time to you, God, to, to commune with you in your word and, and, and learning what you're trying to tell me from this proverb. That's good. Not from a condemnation standpoint, uh-huh, uh-huh. from a standpoint of God, what are you trying to feed into me today? Uh-huh. The living bread, the living waters. Uh-huh. And you know what? It, it changed me. I thought, I thought, say, Hey, I'm going to do this for the men. I was all excited, <laughs> but it, you know, Hey, it changed me. My wife even said, you've changed. Wow. I've seen that you, you, you have joy in you again. Uh-huh. There was a different spirit of optimism yeah. in knowing that God is good. His plans are for us, not against us. So if you're experiencing burnout, you're experiencing depletion of energy. This is where God is telling you, hey, look, you need to just come on back. Uh-huh. Come on back and recharge, rejuvenate with me. And I will give you the things that you need to prioritize, uh-huh. to say no to. So you can get your priorities straight and to live the life that you want to live as the leader of your home. And yeah. let me, let me, I'm going to throw this out there too. Mm-hmm. God wants you to be the leader of the home. He didn't say to be the perfect leader. Right. He well. said to be a, a leader nonetheless. Cause I, I know you mentioned before that, uh, that uh, someone was reading those Navy SEAL books and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, what? I, I think that's great. <clears throat> I think that's great because I've seen those things and there's some of those guys and I'm like, yeah, those guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, me being in the military, I've seen some crazy folks. They're like, you know, real ho hoy, whatever. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, I, I served under multiple generals, colonels, command, commanders, and one thing, and I've, I've loved many of the commanders that I've, I've dealt with, uh-huh. but none of them were perfect. Uh-huh. But they were still called general. Huh. They were still called commander, even though they made mistakes. Gentlemen, even though they made mistakes, they were uh-huh. still called the general of the commanding forces. Even though you make mistakes, you're still the leader of that home. Uh-huh. Give yourself a break. 
Somebody needed to hear that. Yeah. Give yourself oh. a break. Yes. Somebody needed to hear that because that even, you made me want to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because so remember, remember we said that before that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Yes. It is simple as that, gentlemen. Give yourself a break. Yeah, mm-hmm. you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. God understands that. Yes. Confession is made unto salvation. Let him know. He already knows. He just wants you to let him know. Release it to him. Experience the healing that God wants you to have as a leader. Mm -hmm. So you can recharge, get rejuvenated in the position that God wants you to be. That's all. Hey, hey, look, Jesus had to take some breaks, too. I'm just saying. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, and there's so many different like uh, nuggets, I'm sure, just to help with managing um, trying to be the answer. And because men feel that weight of responsibility for their family, one thing mm-hmm. I do know about men also is that they're fixers. They want to fix. Yes. yes. And so it kind of already comes <laughs> in their nature that, oh, there's a problem. Fix it. Oh, there's a problem. I need a solution. Oh, there's a problem. But I love that you used Moses as an example, because if anybody was feeling the pressure of being a leader, imagine Moses coming from the backside of a wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> No formal training, no, mm-hmm. you know, no preparation or anything like that. And God says like, oh, by the way, um, I need you to lead over a million people. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I can't imagine the amount. But so to, so if Moses was able to rest and trust in God to lead over a million people, men, women, mm-hmm. children, families, the sick, the decrep, like just so many different walks of life. If he was able to do that and rest in God. Um, how much more, you know, yeah. how much more us, how, how much more, you know, our husbands or even us, us as wives, how much more us are, are we capable when we put our trust in God and seeking his face? I love that you put that first with seeking mm-hmm. God, because that's what Moses did. Moses, it was almost like Moses was like, you called me to do this. So <laughs> yes. it was almost like instead of him taking responsibility, he was like, God, this is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I just need you to tell me what to do with it. But, yeah, yeah, and he wasn't a perfect leader, but you know, right, he, he was still right. called to lead. So. And there was wisdom that had to be given to him because mm-hmm. imagine what his schedule was like. Remember, Jethro mm. had to come alongside him and say, "Look, man, you're gonna burn yourself out." <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah gonna, you need to make judges. To yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and he gave him some words of wisdom on how to manage better mm-hmm. so that he could be more effective and efficient. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what Moses' marriage was like. Um, Zipporah seemed a little <laughs> hot about the whole being called into ministry thing. Um, uh, hopefully it worked out for them in the end. I don't know. <laughs> but I just wanted to put that little tidbit in there that when you use the example of Moses and him just being a man that probably felt the pressure of having to have the answers for people. And yes. they were complaining. I mean, you know, as, as leaders in your home, you have your wife and your kids that are that might make complaint. But imagine over a million people being like, "You brought us mm. out here to die." Look, you know, I you're like, well, I... I'm, yeah, I'm just doing what God told me to do. No, you're not. We were better yeah, yeah. in slavery. What? <laughs> look, um, I would have, I would have dropped that staff. Like, look, you know, look, yeah. uh, staff, you know, talk about mic drop. We like staff drop. I'm out of here, man. Y'all, right, y'all, right. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm through with the support. Get the kids. Yeah. Yeah, you people are crazy. I don't know what's going on. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much more to talk about it, but that those are the, some of the tips that, that I was I was giving right. about the priorities. You know, it, it is so so good when you when you're brave enough 
to just say no. Mm-hmm. Sorry mm-hmm. about that. Like, 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 like I get that little men, you can use it. I don't care. Say, look, Hey, no brother, I can't, I can't attend this or I can't do this or look, mm-hmm. I, you know, can you get somebody else to, to take care of that project? Because at, at five o'clock, I got to go home, be with my wife because mm-hmm. you know what? She, you know, she's prettier than you are. I mean, you go. it's just easy. It's easy. <laughs> yes. And that be- might even, that was going to say, that might even be the title. My wife is prettier than you are. I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, it yes. works because it brings a chuckle and it kind of diffuses mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's like, look, hey, I get it, man. I get it. So I was like, you know what? She she needs me at the house, you know, and and you know what? And and you know what? You'll garner more respect from whoever you're talking to when you take that that stand and make a priority for your family. You will garner mm-hmm. respect because men don't we don't like to lose respect. You know, wow. and I'm just throwing that little tidbit out there. You Look, know, we're about that, to take a whole other caveat. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, yeah. We can go into another That's subject about good. that. No, that is really good. That is very true. And they the, just to be able to uphold that. But I do want you to uh, tell people how they can get in touch with you because yes. there might be somebody listening today that just really connected with what you're talking about. And they're like, I need help with managing my leadership role in my family. So, uh, Joe, could you just sh- share with them how to find you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I have my website. It's uh, joedetree.com. Uh, That's J-O-E. D as in dollar, E-T-R-E.com. Or you can email me at joe at joedetree.com. And I, I lo- like I said, I love to help men. Uh, I got a, a four-part uh, process of how to help men define their leadership role. And one of them is doing proper positive evaluations of their life to get things lined up in order so they don't mm-hmm. experience burnout. And, mm-hmm. and another part is also, I call it investing, investing in yourself, meaning taking time for yourself because you are your greatest asset. And, and if you go down, if you're the sole breadwinner of the house, if you go down because you're not managing yourself, you know, we don't, we don't want that. We don't want right. that. And I help men figure that stuff out to get clarity in life, get a vision for their life, even a vision for their marriage uh, wow. and uh, to better help them to be the leaders that they would want to be, that they would want to follow in life. So Wow. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. Joe, thank you so much. And I definitely want to encourage you guys to check him out on Spotify. He has a host of uh, podcasts for you to listen to the blueprint for men. Uh, it's for men, for women, for leadership, mm-hmm. so many different uh, good things for you to dive into. The resources are here. If you want to change, if you want to step into your next chapter of life, if you want to go, actually uh, invest in yourself, develop yourself so that you can look different in your future than you do right now for your latter to be better than your former. You're going to want to get some of these tools and resources that we're talking about today. So Joe, thank you so much for being on the show with me and I look forward to partnering with you some more in the future. Yes, of course. Yeah. Had fun and uh, you know, men get it, get it. This is the the year to get your, your life, your marriage, everything back. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Joe. And good talking with you. Good talking with you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have a topic you would like to have discussed on the show, message me through my Anchor podcast channel or head over to lifecoachingwithjazz.com and click the Let's Connect link where you can also learn more about being coached 
or becoming a certified professional life coach. Till next time, live authentically, on purpose, and fulfilled.